Hi, this is Sutish. And this is Raghu. And together we are the inconceivable Desi comic lovers. Comic book movie lovers, no. We are, we are comic book freaks, I think is the right way to put it. We polite, Raghu. We're in polite company. Nerds, nerds. Nerds is a politically ex- acceptable term nowadays. Geeks, my friend, geeks. We have some social <laughs> skills. Some. Social cred, huh? The, new, the geeks are the new masters of the universe. Well, that's what I've been told. So, you know, <laughs> that's my uh, aspirational model right now. <laughs> so, we are going to talk about uh, uh, movie interpretations. It seems like a right time because the Justice League uh, uh, trailer has just come out. And the Wonder Woman trailer has just come out. Aha. And the Batman vs. Superman Ultimate Edition cut is about two weeks old. So it's a nice, nice time to compare and contrast uh, DC versus Marvel. Cage fight. Literally, because this summer was all about DC and Marvel heroes deciding to literally, you know, bang each other up as much as they can, destroy <laughs> as many buildings as they can, on uninhabited islands in the middle of a busy city. That's how what that's how what Captain America did. He went into in the middle of Nigeria somewhere. He went to an uninhabited airport. See? That is true. That is true. In the middle of a busy city. In the middle of a busy city. That's right. They closed down the entire airport. Yep. Pretty much. They were like, oh, no. Okay, nobody else can move in now. The heroes are going to fight, destroy a few planes. You guys, nobody, no no passengers today in the airport. I, I, I get this I get this feeling that you're not necessarily very happy with these movie interpretations, Satish. Am I, am I on the right track? Am I warm? Marco? I'm biased. I'm biased. Let's leave it there. I'm biased. Well, okay. So let's let's take a step back. All right. So two movies, right? One was Civil War, uh, Captain America: Civil War from the Marvel uh, uh, Studios, and the other was Batman versus Superman from the DC uh, interpretation. The full name. Say the full name. You love the full name. Uh, well, why bother? <laughs> <laughs> You gotta say it in the full name and the robotic voice. Batman vs. Superman, Dawn of Justice. Yeah, Dawn of Justice. I don't know why they why they why they needed the kind of the subtitle, but whatever. And it had nothing to do with justice. There was no justice. I mean, yeah. There was no dawn. I guess. <laughs> I don't remember the sun rising in that movie. Trinity happened, right? You got Batman, sure. Wonder Woman, and Superman all at once in the same scene, which is which in my book was a big deal. I mean, this is the first time they have done that. Yes, we're going to slip into DC DC comic. I, I guess, I guess, from my perspective, that was a big, that was a huge, huge thing. The fact that uh, Wonder Woman was part of the uh, first movie, effectively, that brought these heroes together, mm-hmm. uh, because she is like, you know, she, uh, that's the Trinity, that's the DC Trinity, right? I mean, those yep. are the three big heroes. They finally acknowledge the fact that Wonder Woman exists after. 20 years of making movies about DC heroes? Longer, right? Because uh, the last Wonder Woman presence was that TV show from the 70s that oh, we yeah. should not talk about. Yeah. <laughs> Terrible. But, you know, and they've been making Batman movies and shows for from 60s. So, yeah. Wonder Woman definitely getting all three of them together in the same room, I thought was a big deal. Yeah, Wonder Woman is a problematic character. I mean, they've tried to reboot her character a few times. They had one failed pilot thing they tried a couple of years ago. It's a, 
like it's a it's not an easy character like it's not a clean um, idea you know mythical goddess of war or something who comes to fight for humankind and stays back for the fun of it i guess it's 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 sort of um i can i can see why it's a difficult why they've decided they why they took so long to bring her to screen um so yeah i mean wonder woman was definitely the highlight of batman versus superman the the few minutes they afforded her in the middle of all those dreary punch down dialogues uh, alleviated the movie and in the ultimate edition she actually gets a little bit more time to to duke it out with the villain so that helped made it more bearable i guess I mean her theme was the best like oh, best yeah. 30 seconds of the whole five, movie I thought five father that's why the one of the trailer ends with her theme please remember this theme yeah yeah, yeah I know yeah it's still, yeah. <laughs> it's still using it yo it's awesome yeah yeah, yeah. i think uh uh you know from from uh from the other side from civil war i thought that you know uh spiderman again the kind of the the new entry was i think i think well managed yes as opposed to their woman character of black widow who's become there i think you termed it rightly once before yeah <laughs> the, uh, the psychiatrist in waiting or something yeah she's like the resident you know cry you know shoulder to cry on kind of situation <laughs> i'm like dude this is a very complex character why Seriously? are you you like making her so you know one dimensional and completely uninteresting she's boring especially after the second captain america movie where she seemed to sort of yeah. you know, be becoming like a like an interesting character in her own right and stuff they basically just sort of ignored her and now they have more women characters to ignore which is a little frustrating but um, yeah. <laughs> i mean i guess that is so okay so civil war yeah so you said spiderman so civil war is marvel entry with all the heroes fighting each other literally civil war um <laughs> And yes, the good was Spider-Man. The good was uh, there was quite a few things to like in the movie. They they left it their usual funny Marvel selves and so on. Uh, I guess the catch is that they have so many characters that you know most of them just basically get like a fleeting glimpse. Hey, remember this guy? Yeah, he's still in this movie as well. You yeah, know this guy, he's also yeah. in this movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think managing an ensemble is going to get trickier. That way, I think yeah. uh, <laughs> Justice League is doing the right thing. They have a very tiny cast, which we'll come to in a second, but. Uh, But I think Civil War definitely suffered from an overdose. Since it had to be Civil War, they had to have a one-to-one parity, and they, you know, Team A versus Team B, and each one has one character who fights the other one. And yeah, yeah. But I mean, what I liked was, you know, I liked the fact that it sort of they they set up the fight. Like, if you just go down to the core fight, forget all the ancillary heroes who end up tagging along. But if you go for the core fight between Iron Man and Captain America. that core fight it makes sense and when the villain reveals his motivations and why he's managed to make things all this happen um again it it's sort of like oh yeah that that actually makes sense that's that's a really good villainous plot you know five as a villain i would have loved I, you know that's the kind of villainous plot i would like to think of how would you take down a hero team take them down from inside don't why would you want to fight them they're the most powerful people on the planet i think that's the first biggest deviation between these two movies right Yeah, Lex Luthor in Batman vs Superman was definitely uh, not well fleshed out. I thought it was it was kind of a supervillain in a hurry, in a bit of a hurry, and you know, I'm I'm not quite sure what their inspiration was. <laughs> Shahrukh Khan. Uh, okay, explain please, Satish. 
for five so points. So clearly, Shahrukh Khan. He stutters. He shakes his voice. He sounds like Shahrukh Khan from the nineties. Um, no, so uh, so I have had the the joy of watching both the theatrical and the ultimate edition. Um, and the one takeaway is that the ultimate edition actually makes Luther's character make a bit more sense. So, a bunch of the bunch of the plot. lines in batman versus superman are actually revealed to be luther sort of orchestrating these series of events so that batman and superman will fight right, right? um like he sets up that senate hearing like he's the one who essentially instigates the senate hearing happening in the first place well, don't we already know that i mean that's kind of implicit in the conversation that he happens with yeah so they in the movie they ended up like making these throwaway lines where in the in the ultimate edition you know it, the uh, i don't want to get into too many details here um but they essentially show that he actually plants like false stories to force these hearings to happen to force superman to think batman is evil to force batman to think superman is much worse than he really is like he essentially plants a bunch of things in the prison in the senate in the papers and so on to make these things happen however why he wants to do all of this makes they don't ever explain that like it's just like oh i'm lex luthor i need to make these people fight why should i make them fight no idea just it sound like a fun thing to do i guess yeah we know why he's you know trying to get superman the, the i guess the confusion is why is he trying to use batman to get superman yeah i guess simple explanation is i mean he's not powerful enough or so he thinks and he wants somebody more powerful to go get him and hopefully get rid of all vigilantism as well Why he's at it? Guess, but it's I, I guess. I mean, that's you know, it's my best guess. Yeah. So yeah, that it basically one thing is for sure. The ultimate edition shows that the theatrical release, uh, they essentially had to hit a number of minutes, and so they removed whatever they wanted in order to hit that number of minutes. Another ten minutes, and the theatrical release would have been way more watchable. Like there are plot holes in the theatrical release, which are so easily explained in the ultimate edition. Like, Although that said, the one good thing, the other you know, kind of. uh thing about the movies was that these heroes these hero characters in the in batman v superman mm-hmm. are basically uh held to public opinion you know you broke yeah. a building come yeah. to a senate hearing yeah 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 which is actually interesting it's a theme in in, yeah. in civil war in addition to another theme which we shall talk about later right and uh, <laughs> but, the, but the thing with civil war was at the end of the movie it's like the sokovia accords never happened yes Yeah. It's like the whole half and first like first yeah, half of the movie yeah. that we kept talking about the thing that we just kept you know squabbling about yeah, it's like you know yeah they they basically never bring it back and tell you what happened with the Sokovia like so you did all of this and you basically proven in fact you need some kind of overview yeah but guess what we'll just forget about that for now yeah exactly I'm like what okay that ended weirdly That yeah. ended weirdly. So that is that's Marvel's problem is that you know on one side they have twenty movies of history to help them set up characters, but on the other side they have twenty more movies coming, so they can't afford any one movie to have a character die. For example, <gasps> how can a character die? We need him back in this movie three, right. three years later. Or three years later, right? Right. Clearly, they've not read the comics. Characters come back all the time in the comics. Yeah, but I think they have a lot more experience <laughs> managing. Uh, <laughs> So you must. I mean, you you have to feel surprised by that then, because they've been doing this for ten years. They have a lot more experience managing right. these movies, right. and they're still struggling with a way to get characters to die and come back, which is what DC has decided to do with movie number two. 
So, I mean, you have to at least appreciate the balls on them. Right? The fact that they were able to get, you know, to reach that kind of, uh, sure, that's know, point in the evolution. Hmm. I mean, my, my biggest struggle with DC is, uh, obviously, I think they have a great set of characters. I mean, Superman is probably, for many reasons, other than the fact that he's, he has superpowers, he's a very fascinating character. Mm-hmm. You know, he's basically God in a universe where, you know, he can do whatever he wants and he's managed to remain completely restrained. And just that part of the character is fascinating to me. And, uh, a boy scout or not. And, uh, the, the fact that, uh, DC came so late to this game with their ensemble movies and that they're just struggling to, you know, kind of bridge that gap. I think that's my biggest thing. Like they, they seem to be throwing too many things, yeah, yeah, together yeah. without you know having like a multi-year plan. It almost seems like we need to have the next movie done by next year. Let's make this movie. Yeah, yeah the yeah that's that's sort of been my frustration. Both Man of Steel and Batman vs Superman. It's like, like I like this interpretation of Superman. Like, I like this idea of Superman being the god who needs. Uh, you know, he can do whatever he wants. So why doesn't he? Like, uh, how would you interpret a guy who can basically do whatever he wants? But it is so terribly executed. Like, it just comes down to, he wants to, like, accidentally, he seems to be destroying everything. But, yeah. like, there are no, there, like, there, there's no, nothing comes out of that. Like, so he destroys stuff and then literally almost nothing happens as a result. It's just, it, it's just terrible execution. Like I, Zack Snyder, Snyder is going to be making the next movie as well, that Justice League movie. Um, and while he's he sort of linked Super Man of Steel, Batman vs Superman, and I'm based on the Justice League trailer, he's clearly going to have some links between stuff that happened in Batman vs Superman and Justice League. But man, he really does not understand how to make this characters interesting. He only thinks, he thinks right. the way to make them interesting is to make them really, really, really like dull. Sad. Dreary, yeah, sad. Just the world is a terrible, terrible place. <laughs> it's like there's a Republican convention in town or something. <laughs> yeah, this, yeah, this, let this be a lesson to everyone. This is what happens to the world when you know who becomes president. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, oh, so anyway, so, that's that's I guess our biggest take on uh, uh, you know about these movies. But how do you feel about people watching them? I guess like what's your uh, what's your? I mean, I'm fairly certain movies like Batman or Superman are just gonna turn people off these kinds of movies. Mm. Um, I'm not sure that the Marvel movies necessarily have it like down pat, but I think they're so they have these ensemble movies, but then they keep peppering in these single character movies yeah, yeah last yeah. year they had ultron and then they had ant-man so even if people go to watch ant-man like that's still a really fun movie to watch by itself so at least that may not turn people off i don't know if people will necessarily at some point be too exhausted from watching so oh, many things coming together but, yeah i think they will be <laughs> yeah, but at least tedious the marvel movies are getting tedious yeah but at least they're sort of trying their best to sort of keep like now you have doctor strange coming out I guess yes. next month or something. So Doctor Strange and Black Panther are next, I guess. That's yeah. so. The, uh, but so again, single character movies. You know, you won't need a lot of backstory from the other movies to watch these movies. So maybe you'll just go watch these movies and then ditch a few more movies after that. So yeah, unlike yeah, us, yeah. we're the nutsos who are going to watch all the movies and all then the tell movies, you about right? it. 
so yeah so those are those are the movies that have already come out and a quick word on the ones that are going to come out which is let's see now justice league movie that we have referenced like 500 times at this point yeah uh, so the trailer came out at comic con that was fun i thought i was i'm excited uh, they've got all the uh from the new 52 right this is the this is the new 52 justice league yeah I and guess so. everything looks uh, it looks like it's uh, it's starting to pick up yep except snyder still in charge so god knows what he's going to do to aquaman and the flash and but aquaman Cyborg. is really angry flash is really klutzy <laughs> i think that's in the books it's like canon so it's okay yeah. it's good it's good okay and uh, the other the movie that looks actually you know despite their best efforts the movie that looks more interesting like looks fairly off the rails and interesting is suicide squad absolutely amanda waller scared the crap out of me i was <laughs> like yes this if the trailer is so good hopefully they have like more scenes other than just those couple in the trailer which it feature her so i'm but looking forward to it at least none of the suicide squad trailers have left me feeling like any of the batman or superman trailers which is at one point i was like why are they making this movie they've given away the movie in the trailer yes, i know yes. everything that's going to happen in this movie now i think in a sense we also know what's going to happen in the suicide squad trailer to some degree but i i don't like they've given you like a general idea but they haven't given away the the plot you know the the plot line itself like they've given you an idea okay there's going to be this character these bunch of characters something crazy happening and stuff is going to come to a head but if batman and superman literally gave you like almost a point by point okay there's going to be batman there's going to be superman there's going to be a big villain at the end there's lex luthor in there and the third one is a wonder woman so there's a wonder woman movie that's coming out there's chris pine in it and it's uh, it's much much closer to the book than uh, uh than i you know than i expected it would be yeah i mean yeah the timelines are a little shifted but whatever I I can live with that as long as they are, you know. I mean, um, Gal Gadot, who who plays Gadot, Gadot, who plays Wonder Woman, you know, she suddenly looks really effective as like a warrior princess, essentially taking down, right. I guess, Hitler in World War. No, Hitler, I think. No, not, she's taking down no, the Kaiser World War in one, World not, War One. Not not one, not two, one. Sorry, the Kaiser. Yes. Obviously, I'm the only guy here excited about that movie. Right. Of course, it's World War One movie. So I'm looking forward to it. So let's uh let's hope that continues. The one other thing I wanted to mention was so the one thing I'm noticing with all of these DC movies as compared to all of these Marvel movies. So okay, everything is clearly green screen. There's lots of green screen and effects and all of that happening. But somehow the DC movies like if you watch any of the B-roll footage happening for um you know b-roll b-roll meaning behind behind the stage behind the scenes footage for either civil war or batman and superman batman and superman is basically two guys on a sound stage wearing a bunch of motion sensors and jumping around each other civil war actually has stunts like there are people doing like really major stunts jumping off buildings with green screen still but the, like it I don't know somehow one feels a little bit more grounded than the other and I suspect that's because of the way Snyder prefers to use effects which is basically let me shoot something and then completely transform it to something totally different whereas the Marvel guys are a little bit more 
I guess, practical in the way they use the effects. Well, well, let's at least shoot it reasonably close to what we're expecting to happen. And then we will add in the stuff that obviously can't happen. I I don't know. My biggest takeaway from the, uh, you know, the behind the scenes footage was that the DC guys are really having fun. <laughs> it does not come across in their movies, man. They make it seem like these worlds are terrible, but yeah. Sure. I was looking back at some Comic Con footage from last year, and you know, they seem happy. You know, the one thing about this year's uh, trailers, for a change, DC decided not to wait for their trailers to leak before they're releasing it themselves. Yes, they basically, right. Comic Con, we showed the trailers, let's just release it. Yes, not yes. try to take down bootleg trailers. Yeah, but don't waste time. That's, yeah, that's yeah, not. That was just that was just stupid. I don't <laughs> know what that was. Anyway. Yeah, those are inside jokes. How many people follow Comic Con trailers? Anybody? There is no fans. No, we can't see. It's okay. Okay, so I think um, if you guys want to tell us about why we are right or wrong about Batman and Civil War and Iron Man and Superman and many many movies that are yet to come for all of you, please reach out to us. We're at ICD Podcast on Twitter. We're on Facebook. We're on. Google Play, we're on, uh, we're everywhere that your podcasts are available, I think, and you can Including the iTunes store. Yes, the iTunes store, of course, sorry, should have mentioned that. And uh, yeah, we look forward to hearing from you. Tell me. Do you, do you bleed? bleed? <laughs> you will. Not because you heard this podcast. Who's in the horde? I don't think it means what you think it means.